0: In this podcast, you will learn how to move from intentions to outcomes because we know that even with the best of intentions, it does not necessarily give you the outcomes that you had intended. Three ways to achieve intentions to outcomes. Everything we do starts with an intent. An intent is a purpose or a goal that you want to achieve. Think of even the most mundane action that you have to take, such as brushing your teeth. There is an intent behind it. The intent is to have clean teeth, which will hopefully lead to less painful visits to the dentist. Everything that we do, whether big or small, starts with an intention. More often than not, intentions are biased towards good or positive outcomes. For example, no one intends to fail at an exam or at work. No one intends to be the worst employee of the organization. Intentions are usually aimed at achieving good results, being the best you can be, and living out a life of impact. However, we all also know that intention in itself is not enough. For example, I have an intention to be fit and to be able to run 5Ks. If I never action on that intent, No amount of intentions will help me to achieve that goal of being fit and to be able to run 5K. Therefore, intention needs to be coupled with actions. The other way intent is received is how it is perceived. How does someone else perceive or receive your intentions? For example, you might intend to give someone positive feedback. However, The delivery or how you communicate the feedback could be harsh, which leaves the other person hurt and confused with your intentions. This is a simple example of how an intention does not line up with the outcome. Now, I am sure that you've experienced this before and whether you are the person having the good intention or someone who misses the mark. We have all experienced these sort of outcomes. What can we do to help minimize the gap between intentions and its outcomes? I think that there are three ways that we're able to help minimize the gap, and they are 1. Start with clear and simple intent. 2. Prepare how you would action and communicate your intent. 3. Be alert and watch for the responses. I am Lisa Lum, and my goal is to help you discover new ways to develop your skills, by challenging perceptions and sharing experiences that you can learn to enhance your everyday. To find out more, check out lisalumcoach.com. Start with clear and simple intent. This might seem like a very obvious first step. However, because it is so obvious, we often miss or skip it. Be clear with yourself first as to what is your intention. Be honest with yourself. You can't fake intention. As the saying goes, you might fool some people some of the time, but not all people all the time. Ask yourself, what is my intention? What is the outcome that I'm hoping for? Why am I doing this? Is there any other reason? Do I have a hidden agenda? Clarity and honesty around your intent is critical because that is what people will perceive. Don't forget, we all have a spidey sense that is able to sense danger or when someone is not being honest. For example, when you're congratulating someone for a job well done, you could use the most encouraging, praiseworthy words, but if your intention is not sincere, the tone and manner of your delivery will probably let that person on to your intention. However, if your intention is sincere, even with the least number of words that you use, you might still be able to communicate and achieve the outcome that you had planned for. I'm sure that we've all experienced when someone tells you that you've done a good job, but you kind of think, hmm, I'm not really sure if that is what they really wanted to say or whether that was really their intention. Why? We kind of sense when the intention and the words or the tone and manner does not align. Therefore, start with clear and simple intentions. Be honest about your intentions. State your intentions upfront. Number two, prepare the action and communication plan. That's right, you need to be prepared. Especially during a more formal setting such as a feedback session. Being prepared is critical. Just having great intentions will not help you get the outcome that you want. This step is most critical in ensuring that the gap between your intentions and the outcome is minimized. For example, if you're going to have a tough feedback session with an employee because of performance gaps, you will need to be very clear on your intentions and then be prepared on how you want to communicate that in the most respectful Clear and supportive manner. If your intention is to help the employee close the performance gap, then you will need to be very clear in how you communicate those gaps while providing guidelines or a support framework to help the person develop or build the skills that are required to perform well. How you communicate that intent is critical. This is usually the area where intention to help is usually received negatively. The execution or delivery is where we usually fall short. Either it's words that are used or the tone and manner in which we deliver. I also think that one of the most important things that we need to look out for is how we say it, the manner and tone. Because as we all know, we receive or perceive information not just from the words itself, but also in the subtle body language that comes with it. I also believe that most of these communication shortfalls can be overcome if we have built enough trust in a relationship. For most of us, we know that no one is perfect and therefore we know to automatically compensate accordingly as well. Knowing and trusting the person because people will know your intention if you have been authentic consistently. For example, if it is someone that you do not trust, no matter Or no amount of great delivery or using the perfect words would give you 100% confidence that the intent and the execution lines up. Number three, be alert and just listen. Just like any communication, be alert or watchful for responses. And then you might have to be flexible and adapt accordingly. The reality is that you will never know how. Your actions are being perceived, and the only way to know is to listen and observe. Pay attention and focus on listening to what is being said. Do not be distracted by thinking about your responses, but give it all your focus to listen. You'll be surprised just how difficult real listening is. I remember when I was going through a coaching course, the hardest skill that I had to learn was listening to listen with no other intent but to seek to learn and understand. You'll be surprised at what you might learn when you're able to learn without being distracted by your thoughts on how to counter what the other person is saying. You will then be able to gauge whether you're achieving the outcome that you had intended by taking your time to listen to the other person's response and observing their reaction. Ask them follow-up questions if you want to seek clarification or to further understand their perspective. Do not leave a conversation hanging or without seeking their feedback. You will only truly know if your intentions are communicated accurately through the person's response and feedback. So take your time to listen. So let me summarize. Intentions alone are not enough to give you the outcome that you want. The gap between intention and outcome lies in this execution. Therefore, be clear and simple with your intentions. What and how you execute your intentions will determine the outcome. Take your time to prepare how you will execute your intention. Take time to listen to the responses. Be intentional and you will be able to minimize the gap between intentions and its outcomes. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope that you've learned at least one new thing that you're able to apply into your everyday life. As always, please subscribe, follow and share this podcast with your friends. Let's step into the everyday with purpose.